signature like sign on and a sign off. Like all like the famous radio hosts, Casey Kasem. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the case, is he still living? No. Oh no, I think he I think he's gone. Did he die in the nineties with Say by the Bell? No, he died. I was gonna say I don't even remember him from Say by the Bell. <laughs> That's all reason I know him, Say by the Bell. Oh man, shout out Casey Kasem, man. I'm I'm the fat black Casey Kasem, baby. <laughs> Call me uh Casey Kunta. Kunta Kasem. Oh my god. How are we gonna get canceled before we get off the ground? Let's try, let's try that again. <laughs> Trying to get us canceled. Kunta Kasem, the host that weighs the most. Oh, All right, good. guys. Diapers and Dog Houses, episode 10. Yeah. Diaz. What y'all learned this week, man? Get right into it, man. What y'all learned this week, man? Having kids is expensive. Ding, ding, ding. And I mean, I knew this already. But, you know. You got a girl now, too. Well, she and she's not that expensive yet. Not yet, yeah. but man. She will be. Talking about how much the boys eat. <laughs> yeah, that's the. Uh, because my- I we went, so we we did our family out and we went to the fair. Yeah. Daddy, I'm hungry. Daddy, can we get this? Daddy, can we- <laughs> Dude. And then, Dad, we want to ride. Mm. $5 for them to ride. Each ride $5? No, it's like they they do like a. Um, Tickets. Uh, no. So they've gotten very Dave and Buster esque. Oh. So you load your tickets onto a card. Oh, it's, they have a little device that they that the operator scans at every ride. So I mean, what do you think? What's the what's the average price you think for like, you know, a good two hours worth of rides? Well, let's see. Let's just say average each t- each ride was like five tickets each. Yeah. And so basically a dollar a ticket. So you're looking five basically five bucks a ride. Okay. So yeah, that's about yeah. Good gracious. Don't tell me that. Hey man. I, I'm just tell I'm just telling you, man. It's it's well my son, he gets bad motion sickness, man. So he luckily he won't ride too much. He'll ride and chill for like 30 minutes, and then he'll do another ride and chill for another 30. So by the time he's done, <laughs> three rides in. It's funny how, how opposite my boys are. The big one, he was like, Daddy, was <laughs> it the biggest biggest thing that flips? Yeah. You know? He goes, I want to ride that. And he goes, I want to ride with you. I'm like, yeah. all right, cool, let's go. Yeah. The youngest one, I'm like, you going to ride with this? He goes, yeah. And then the ride goes in motion. He looks at it, he goes, nope. <laughs> yeah, Gus, Gus has already said he don't want to ride the ride. So well, he don't want to ride the roller coaster. So, yeah. I did, I, I did a chaperone thing last year uh, for Drew's uh, fourth grade class. And, uh, I'll say this much. Drew is uh, definitely one of those kids that's going to be uh, peer pressure into things because he'll say, nope, not doing that. He see three people do it. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> so hopefully yeah. he's not around any drug heads in school. Right? <laughs> Big trouble. Good influences, sir. Good influences. Yeah, good influence only. That's, that's, a, that's a podcast right there. Good influence only. Oh, man, listen. After <laughs> I had a day, absolutely. Man. Um, I I kind of told y'all this already. What I learned, man, you can't joke with everybody, man. Cause uh, <laughs> hey, man, some folks, man, they, hey, you can't joke with everybody, man. That's what I learned this week, man. You can't You're way too serious. 
yeah, some people take life way too seriously, man. And you know, you grew up or you grew up in a in a you know, my friends, if you can't take a joke, you're not gonna make it long, you know. I don't know if I've even said it on this podcast, but I've been doing this uh uh martial arts fitness. It's pretty much Tabo. Oh yeah? Yeah, I, I do it on Saturdays with my uh my boss's husband owns a dojo. And so I'm in there, man, and you know they they joke with me. You know I take a joke. You know, uh, one my 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 one kid said I look like Kung Fu Panda. Oh no! And then it called well, me. I'll call you Billy Blanks. What Billy Blanks? Billy Blanks Street. Yeah, Billy Blanks. Yeah. So you know you take a joke, but it means you know we try to turn that joke around on somebody else, and you know they ready to shoot up the place, man. So you you gotta just uh. You got you can't joke with everybody. That's what I learned, man. Short and sweet. Can't joke with everybody, man. Sensitive Susie's out here. Yeah. Let's go, Braves. I'm sorry. Let's go, Darno. All right, let's go. Oh, this is all standing. Four three. There we go. All right. Go ahead, YBA. What you learned this week, man? You know, I was thinking about it. Um you can't let these folks take your joy. Uh, I, I need my gun machine. You, you got to know where your joy comes from, mm. and, and take your joy from that. You know, I, 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 it was, it was a, it was a rough week at school. Mm. Just feeling like you're getting talked down to a lot. And, I hate and that man. Just, just getting tired of even trying with, you know, some places of, of even trying to bring up a question and and realizing yeah. you know what that ain't that's not my place. Some uh, people, so some people hate seeing you happy, bro. Well, I mean, I think some people just, just you know, they're they're the devil in them. You know, good good leaders. You know, we got this guy, this guru that that comes around that that, uh, and I like him. He's a good guy. I don't normally like these people. I don't the people that come around and teach teachers how to teach, and they pay them a bunch of money. Usually, I just kind of roll my eyes at them. And mm-hmm. the reason I like this guy is he he treats us like equals when he talks to us. Like he's like understands what we go through in our job and our daily life, and like doesn't doesn't want to minimize that, and so. Mm-hmm. That's why I like you, but not everybody in leadership does that. There's, you know, I mean, I, I know you do it and do a great job. But, you know, there's some folks that, you know, as soon as they get out, they they just start treating people. And, mm. you know, that's not why I'm in it. I'm not in it to please them. I'm in it for kids. I'm in it, I'm in it to, to help out with them. You know, I had a kid this week. I wrote a recommendation letter, and, and I was just kind of talking with him afterwards, and I said, you know, I hate it. You know, I didn't get to teach you until senior year because, you know, things got moved around, and he was like, Mr. Ames. You've been teaching me since tenth grade, mm. and I was like, that "That's mm, yeah. got me hit me in the heart right there." <laughs> you know, that's that's the and he's a great kid. He's he's you know graduated top of his class. Probably probably goes somewhere big, and that's that's who I'm working for. That's yeah. that's like know who you're working for and who you're looking to please. Yeah, and and take your joy from that, and don't take it from people who don't deserve your joy. Now, Zach, I'm gonna say this: sitting on the other side of the fence. Yeah, sure. And I didn't realize this until I got to the place I'm at now. Mm. But there are people that do things because, again, what we do, kids should be the focus of what we do. Sure. Um, they had made it to a point that decisions that were being made were what's best for the adult. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm having to, we are having to go back and correct and redirect and some on some behaviors, some adult behaviors. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's some people that have that same opinion to me. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? 
But I feel you. I, I feel what you're saying because I even had one today. I had to put him out for seven days. I did. Mm. But he said, you know, I bounced around. And he's a Dr. Freeman. This is the first time to anybody that I've ever been in trouble that anybody sat down and talked with me about why I did what I did, what I could have done better. You're the very, very first one. No, and, I and I went in five high schools. I'm the first person to ever do this. Yeah. Crazy. Problem. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, um, it's just you got you got good leaders and, and bad leaders, right? And, and you know, you got some good ones. I've worked with some. I've worked with some people who are just great. Lady, I worked with. I was telling the story I heard that day. This is a little old lady. She and I. She was she was tough as a bird, and hmm. she was. Whew, and I didn't agree with any of her educational philosophy. We couldn't have been on more opposite ends of the spectrum. But man, I respected everything she ever asked me to do because I respected her as a leader because she treated the people that were under her, you know, with respect and she treated the kids with respect. And she, she, it was a healthy level of, you know, listening and paying attention. She's taught me a lot over the years about being a good leader. Um, just cause you know, it, I know it's not easy on that end, but mm. you know, just being able to talk to people. Gotcha. Mm. That's a good segue. Great segue. Talk to people. Communication. Communication. Let's talk about it. So, shout out to where did I steal this from? It looks like quotes for every mood. My girl Marissa posted this on Facebook this week. Um, The post reads this. If I did something wrong, communicate. If I hurt your feelings, make me aware. If I didn't listen well enough, tell me again in a way I'll understand. If I'm insensitive to your needs, to your desires, or to your thoughts, tell me so I can consider them. But don't hold an attitude with me because you haven't clearly expressed yourself. I'm a human, not a mind reader. This is from Sylvester McNutt, the third. Mm. Yo, shout out to uh, parents who like can't get creative with their kids' names. <laughs> the third, come on, man. Look, if I don't get a dish, third, I'm upset. I like Junior, but that's a that's like legacy thing. Come on, I'm joking. I can't um, pass my I can't pass my dumb name down, so I'm jealous. Um, Darius Freeman the third sounds like it. It sounds like it'd be something. It, it should be out there somewhere. <laughs> what do y'all think about this uh, post here, man? Um, it kind of. I shared it to the group because, uh, you know, I'm not really a grudge holder. I feel like I should hold grudges more, but, you know, it's not healthy, I don't think. I'm pretty, I mean, I'm 99% sure it ain't healthy. Um, Tell me what you think, man. I'll jump in on that. Um, <clears throat> So, it's a couple things. And this is one of the things, this is a trait mm. that a lot of people don't have, and that's simply called emotional intelligence. Mm, I learned about that from my shrink. Mm. Yeah, this is this is this. When we start talking about emotional intelligence, this is your ability to read the room, read a face, read the tone in a voice. Mm. Um, this is something that, ironically enough, we ask teachers to do, and we find out that everybody's not equipped to do, to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are leaders, Zach, as you mentioned, they are not equipped to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, you know, I'm looking at it from a professional standpoint, but then I'm going to go back and think about it from a personal standpoint mm. because I, it's funny. I'm smart enough to do it. I pick up on it, but I don't know how to fix it for myself. <laughs> as, as, as me, I can fix it in my classroom. I can fix it in my building. Yeah. Fix it, <laughs> fix it at home. It's not as easy. No. Um, but that's what this is. This is all about emotional intelligence and being able to Listen, this lets you know if you are really listening to what somebody's saying. Yeah. You know, it's it's one thing to hear the words, but then actually put it together with the tone in which they say it, how they say it, the delivery, the pace, all those things. I'm not saying that you're sitting there thinking about each one of those components at the time, at, at, at one time, but you're paying attention to, um, you know, just like I told um, a group of kids the other day, you know, there was, a, there was some beef and we had to mediate it. And the comment that was made was, what's up, bro? You mad? Or, what's up, bro? You got something to say or something like that versus what's up, bro? Yeah. So, you know, the tone is totally two different things. Yeah. So it can be very off-putting. So when you start talking about relationships, you start talking about what goes on in your own house uh, or any relationship, being able to really know the person, listen to them, take the time to analyze and say, oh, wait a minute. I think there was something else there. And even just being able to, if you don't, even if you don't know what it is, what it is, being able to recognize it is half the battle. So, yeah. So that's why it says communicate because I, it's a big deal in any type of relationship, professional, personal, whatever. But you've got to open your mouth and say, say something. Um, and even if you don't understand, open it, hey, run it back again because I missed something. Yeah. Um, I had a post, uh, had a comment under this post from my girl, Natalie. Um, she says, I get the general point. Communication is important. However, it's not on the hurt person to explain it better to the person that hurt them. Well, yeah, yeah, it is. I, I humbly disagree with that. And I say that because when you get hurt and you get angry, you just get the words out. You mm. know, it may be a jumbled mess. Um, and even then, when because I know when I'm I'm ticked off, I I may not accurately articulate what I'm trying to say. I may not accurately get it out. Yeah, and, it, and it, you know, it takes me a minute to kind of calm down to really be able to put what I'm feeling or what I'm thinking into adequate words that can be processed. Yeah. So, yeah, I get what she's saying. It I yeah. should break it down. You should know me. So well. I'll, same time, I'm kind of sorry. Go, you done? Sorry. Yeah. Good. I'll jump in a little bit with that. I I, I agree on, on on it, but I will also say that's that's also because I I do think power dynamics come into to play here, especially you know you and I talking about with school. You know you know like you know going going and talking and communicating with something that you don't like with a higher up. There are certain people that you feel like you can go do that with. Absolutely. There are some that you absolutely don't. They're going to turn it back on you. They're going they're going or they're going to treat you with disrespect. And you know that that's a. I don't think it's exactly the same at home, but but at the same time, um, I think it's on both. It's it is it is on you to come forward and say things, but it's also about you know you on the other end being someone who they are comfortable being able to sit down and say, hey, I'm struggling with this. Hey, I'm angry about this. Yeah, and, and being able to listen. So you know, I, I think you know maybe what she meant, and and I you know again, I'm not. I, I do think you should openly communicate about stuff. 
but it's harder to do when when there's arrogance on the other end or when well, yeah, and I, and I I replied to her. I said, uh, you know, some people are just clueless. Like they may not yeah. even know that they offended you. So you have to communicate something, you know. And you know, it's the man thing is like, oh, we don't have hurt feelings. We can't express our feelings if we get our feelings hurt. We got to dead that noise, you know. God, you know, we we get our feelings hurt too. We gotta let people know, like, hey, you know, you you offended me. I can't hear myself saying that, but you know, you offended <laughs> me, man. Like, you offended me, dude or or girl, whatever. Like, you know, let's you know, let's get to the bottom of it and and resolve it. You know, say you're sorry. You know, that's that's yeah. so cliche, but you know, the apology can go a long way. Well, and I think that. And I'm not trying to make this a gender men versus women thing, but I do think that circling back to something else we discussed a couple of weeks ago, um, when you talk about power dynamics and what men are willing to stay and stand for and take mm-hmm. and that kind of thing, I think guys are starting to become more emotionally intelligent because they're starting mm-hmm. to realize what they can, what we can take, what we yeah. can, and what we're willing to tolerate. So the sit back. Okay. To sit back and say, "Oh, he's supposed to take that. He's a guy. He's supposed to take that." Da 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 da. Yeah, um, it, it, that's not the case anymore. You know, is we've gotten to. I think we've gotten to a space now that we are really starting to understand that our emotional needs are just as important mm-hmm. as, as the other, as our significant yeah. other. Yeah, that's important. Mm-hmm. And you know, grudges get get built that way. You know, just like a sly comment. You know, it may be it may be tongue in cheek. I think that's the right words to say, tongue in cheek. But right. um, some things can sting sometimes, man. You hold on to it. You don't say nothing about it because, oh, I'm a man. I got to be tough. I got to be strong. But you know that resentment kind of builds and it builds and it builds. And if you don't address it, when and just because you love sarcasm doesn't mean your significant other loves sarcasm. Exactly. I've learned that. People, I've learned that big time. A lot of folks that are sarcastic, and I love them, but a lot of folks that are sarcastic. Just assumes everybody loves their sarcasm. <laughs> it's not even that they're reading you wrong. They they're reading you and they get it that you're being that way. Yeah, but still, but that's not what the communication they're looking for right now, right? Yeah, or exactly. or on the on the other end, kind of going back to gender. I mean, I'll, I'll say it. I mean, we're 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 a, a marriage podcast. Like you know, sometimes guys on the other end, like you you do need to openly and you just need to confront them directly with it. Cause there are some dudes that are just that aloof that, that I do. I do think we've come a long way with emotional intelligence, but there are some guys who, who you almost have to like put it right in front of them. Hey, here is what you're doing mm-hmm. before they kind of go. Oh, Oh. And I, and I think women can get that, that sense too. Um, I, I think both, both sides can, but you know, they're, they're different people and different people react a different ways. So, you know, a lot of times it's about, you know, sitting down and there's tests you can take and there's all kinds of stuff you can, you can, you know, counseling you can go through to determine what kind of communicator because, you know, you might be compatible in a lot of ways, but mm-hmm. but you need to find out where you're at communicating wise. You don't have to be compatible mm-hmm. with the way you communicate, but you have to at least understand mm-hmm. the way the other person communicates. Otherwise you're just talking past each other. Yeah. And I then mean, to back to uh, homegirl's comment, mm-hmm that we're supposed to be some kind of a mind reader that it's not on the person that's wrong to apologize or to mm-hmm. reach no. mm-hmm. Truth be told, just like Zach just finished saying, you know, you've got to, you've got to make sure that you have tried every which way for it to be 
understood your point and your perspective to be understood. Because if not, you don't really you you're kind of dismissing, mm. uh, dismissing the point. You're dismissing your own feelings because the per you the person and truth truth be told, if they didn't get it, okay, explain to them, break it down. Yeah. Um, now, if you break it down, they still don't get it, or that's either they don't get it or they they don't care. And yeah. if they don't move on, but exactly. but be able to, you got to circle back and have that conversation if you're if you're really in a true committed relationship because yeah. everything's not gonna hit home the first time. So I found a quote: um, "Not forgiving is like drinking rat poison and waiting for the rat to die." That's from Anne Lamott. Anne Lamott. I do love some Anne Lamont. Oh, shout out to you for knowing Anne Lamont. I never heard of her. And uh and then I read on allprodad.com. Shout out to them. Uh holding the grudges or whatever, it creates a narrative that distorts future interactions. So it's absolutely true. Um I thought I thought that was a big key. Cause I mean, especially in marriage, like you know, if husband did something and you know you forgave him, but you still didn't really forgive him and now. Now in the future, just everything is gonna be resorted back to that. Mm-hmm. He's coming right back to it. Yeah. So, speaking of quotes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read a quick one uh, related Please. to Anne Lamott, uh, one of my favorite authors, Frederick Beekner. Uh, of the seven deadly sins, anger is probably the most fun. To lick, <laughs> wounds, to lick your wounds, to smack your lips over grievances long past, to roll over your tongue the prospect of bitter confrontation, <laughs> to savor to the last morsel. The, both the pain you were given and the pain you were giving back. In many ways, it's a feast fit for a king. Mm. The chief drawback is that you, the, what you are wolfing down is yourself. Mm. The skeleton of the feast is you. Mm. All you're doing is messing you up. That's powerful. And that's, and that's, that's, and that's, all, that's all you're doing with that anger. Is you are, who's that you from? Are. Who's that from? Frederick Buechner. One, one of my favorite authors of all time. That's the boy that said God is dead. That's not the guy that said that. That's that is Ditchka. That's that's a different different Frederick. No joking. Frederick. Uh, that's 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 right. That's right on though. Because that was great. Because you you use your own energy to be mad and hold a grudge at somebody. It's a lot of energy, man. Avoiding people, like you know, it just yeah, it's not worth it, man. If if they if they're just disrespectfully like you know screw you and your feelings, then yeah. It should. It, it's not a grudge at that point. It's you know. I don't know what you call it at that point. I've had I've had to do that with my own family members. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you got cut off. You got to cut off toxicity, man. You do because and, and I mean to this day, since since I was the one that was wrong, mm-hmm. I sat back, person apologized. Mm-hmm. Two years later, mm-hmm. and it's been another two years since that happened, and I'm just like, you know what, whatever. Yeah, I mean. What's- if you've done your part, just give them time. Time will heal. They say time heals all wounds, but you know, because uh, I mean, I, 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 and that's what, and this is different. And I guess this is my petty side coming out, but <laughs> you know, because I can hold a grudge too. I, I'm not going to even lie to you. Oh yeah, I can. Of course, I can. I can, I can hold a grudge, but at the same time, I, I think I've gotten to the point where it is what it is. You know what? Uh, no skin off my nose because you don't control anything that's going on in this household. Mm. You're not controlling anything that's going on in my life. It, mm. You know, be part of it. That's fine. If not, that's fine too. Deuces. Deuces, deuces. All right, man. That's a good wrap up point, man, for that topic, man. So, 
Y'all know what to do. Hold a grudge or don't hold a grudge. Whatever you want to do. As long as your <laughs> as long as your mental capacity is there, you know, just whatever makes you whatever makes you happy, man. Just do what you gotta do. All right, let's go to uh I want to revisit the question from last week about movie dads because I posted it in the Facebook group. And Anybody be funky? Got some real good responses, man. John Q was a big hit, but we forgot about your boy Will Smith in Pursuit of Happiness. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Me neither. I, I need to watch that movie again. I, didn't I even, ain't watched it since it came out. He didn't Oscar for that one. He, that was, he, he acted his tail off. No, he did. Man. Um, we brought up Steve Martin on uh, the married movies. What is his wife getting married? Father of the Bride. Father of the Bride, yeah. Uh... He's, what about the dad on I Am Legend? He was a great dad in I Am Legend. No, he wasn't. He's a dog owner. I see he's a good dog owner. I mean, we're on comedy. I mean, Adam Sandler and Big Daddy is mm. pretty pretty key there. John Gentry. John Gentry might have gave the answer of the whole group, though, bro. Finding Nemo. Oh, gosh, yeah. What a father. What a father. What a father. Nope. Um, I also put in the Facebook group this week. Have you ever been camping? Tent, not an RV. 66% said yes. Mm-hmm. 34% said no. So I'm part oh. of the no. So I'm working, I'm working on it. I wasn't part of the no. Me and wife <laughs> me and wife devising a plan now to, you know, start in the backyard and I saw some pretty cool looking tents at uh Academy Sports this past week. Hey, it's cheaper than it ever it's ever been to, to do it. Yeah, um, like, it. Like it had a pull out couch in that thing. The that thing was huge. Yeah, yeah, We we do a we do a big old inflatable mattress in ours. So mm, man. I'm telling you. Let's get to this week's questions, man. I got let's see how many we want to get to. Let's the first one is from Sherry. This is back in September. We catching up, guys. Uh, Sherry, you doing a book club this season? Huh? I forgot about the book club. Yeah, yeah, we need to do a book club. We can put it out on Facebook, man. Anybody got some uh suggestions? We did uh, what we do last year? Five love languages. Five love languages. Yeah, people people talk about that all the time. It's such a popular book. They love that one. Yeah, let's uh, we'll get on to that, Sherry. Thanks for reminding me because I totally forgot. Mm -hmm. Um. Alfonso, I wonder if this is Ribeiro, Uncle Phil's son. Oh, Lord. Not Carlton. <laughs> Have you started Christmas shopping yet? Nope. Yes. I, I've i thought about it, but I have not. The funds got to be there, Alfonso. <laughs> right. That's why we started that. So, so the funds will... Yeah, that's right yeah, uh, I mean, we haven't we have bought everything yet. We bought a, we bought a couple things. We that's something we started doing as we gotten older. Yeah, uh, is is trying to if I see something, Gus Gus has already got him a couple things. I I don't know if he's still asleep over there, so I'm not gonna say what it is. But but I we picked him up a couple things already. Um, nothing for nothing for Ella yet, but you know, hold on guys, hold on guys, hold on guys. Braves just took the lead. Hey, yeah. five to four, baby. Oh. Um. Austin Riley. Shout out to Austin Riley. Sorry. Um, yeah, one year, dude. I started in like July. And I had like my whole guest room was like full of gifts, man. Like I miss those small mortgage payments I used to have, man. And freaking 
Yeah, those are good old times, man. This year, uh, me and my family, we uh, we alternate Christmases. We stay here one year and do a, a decent-sized Christmas, and the next year we go with her family, and they don't celebrate any Christmas. So our immediate little bundle, we just do a small, small things for the kids. So I already got Drew's gift in mind. Sean, he's four. He'll be four, so... It don't take a whole bunch. I could take him to get some Hot Wheels. He'll think it's. I'm about to say buy buy one. Of that. Gus is at least still easy to buy. Yeah, try to buy for an 11 year old girl. Oh yeah, yeah. Drew's expecting the moon, and I'm trying to tame him down. Like, listen, ain't gonna be all that this year. We're going to Florida. We're spending a bunch on this uh, house already. So, chill out. And he'll think we're poor. Like, oh, we're we must be poor. Sorry. <laughs> um, let's see. Thanks for that, Alfonso. Next question is from Sydney. Uh, how how much do you give your kids for allowance? Ooh, that's a that's a whole episode right there, right? Money. Yeah, we definitely do a money episode. I wanted to get a um financial person on here. Uh, um, I don't give an allowance. Yeah, I don't do allowance per se. Like I'll give, I'll, I'll, let, give, I'll, I'll do let, like go ahead. I'll, I let them earn based on how much they do. Yeah. 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 If they do stuff, they get money sometimes, but that's not like a, not Drew, like a, you get a certain amount every week. Drew wants like Google books to add like characters to his games and stuff. And I let him do some stuff around the house to make some money there. But yeah, I, sure. I give my money to that cause. Just like clean your room. Like don't get beat. That's your allowance. That was my allowance. Not right. getting smacked. <laughs> But I do want to teach them, you know, responsibilities and waking up, doing your chores and getting money and being responsible with your money. I'll probably start implementing it here in the next couple of years, I guess, but I haven't started yet. Maybe our kids aren't old enough. I guess. Will y'all ever do it? Maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're going to start wanting to go to like go out to dinner and stuff and go to the movies. I mean, yeah, like we we pay them for stuff. We let them keep Christmas money and that kind of thing. And you know, we 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 make sure they keep up with how much they have. But yeah, in terms of just a weekly, like here's some money. I, I we're not going any place a lot where they're like going to have a chance to spend all that. And I wouldn't I wouldn't let them buy the stuff online. I just oh I yeah no nah, yeah it's gotta be it's gotta be something you hold in your hand if you don't you don't yeah buy it. I feel you there. All right, that's the last one. Uh, this was from Constance. Um, where are you at? Here you go. Pumpkin pie or sweet potato pie? Sweet potato. These simple questions. I like these. I need more uh, drama. I, I mean, I know I complained about the drama field questions before, but at least mix, mix them up. These are kind of too simple, man. That's the easy one. Sweet potato pie. Yeah, I'm a sweet potato pie too. I don't think I ever had pumpkin pie. Both, both, <laughs> both. Sweet I pumpkin, mean, pie? sweet pumpkin pie. Probably, like if I if I have to pick one, I'm gonna go sweet potato pie. I mean, that's just, just a southern thing. Yeah, but I mean, pumpkin pie, I, I'll eat that too. Shout out to my grandma, man. She used to make the best sweet potato pies. Yeah, yeah. To the point, she uh, went home one time. I came home for Thanksgiving when I was in college. And uh, she sent me home with a whole my own pie. Mm. Oh yeah, grandma does pies. Yeah, so I'm out, you know, for the family because there's all she always had a big family gathering. Yeah, yeah, me one my own little personal. <laughs> this for our college, this for our college attendee. 
Yeah. Um, I held myself back. I was about to do a history lesson about the history of pies, but oh no, don't do that. I'm not gonna do it this time. Yeah, it's too too late. The episode. <laughs> shout out to shout out to Patty Labelle. Not the patty pie. Yeah. Patty pie. My wife be killing them patty pies, boy. Like I don't know what they putting in them pies, boy. My wife, she she stay on them patty pies. Yeah. All right, y'all. Shout outs. Any shout outs this week? Hey, shout out. Rest in peace, Dick Buckus. Oh, Dick, Dick Buckus. Shout That's out to right. Dick Buckus. Pray, tra- pray for Travis Kelsey's knee or about to lose a bunch, whole bunch of NFL fans. Including shout out to wife. the Swifties, man. Shout out to the Swifties, man. You got Travis Kelsey on your fancy team. I don't have Kelsey on none of my teams. I don't. I, I need something. I need something to slow you down, Zach. I'm not. I'm not digging. I'm this running. Thing. I'm running. I'm running fast right now. This is the best. This is the best start I've ever had. You undefeated? Uh, did I lose one? I think I've lost one in both leagues. Oh yeah. But I'm four and one. I'm. I'm. All right. Yeah. All right. YBA. Talk to him. YBA. Tyreek Hill. And shout out Relevant IT, man, for sponsoring that for us this year, man. Hey, oh, shout wait, out, hey, shout out to Desmond Ritter. My shout out, man. Getting me a W yesterday, bro. I was a little nervous, boy. Still yeah. am. Yeah, but I did like what we saw. I like what we saw, but we were playing Houston's third string defense. Uh, hey, take yeah. take wins where you can get them. I'm going to take it. I'm not going to complain. I'm just going to hold my breath for this next game. We're playing – uh. Not Minnesota. Who are we playing next game? I don't know. I do not. I, It'll be just, a toss-up, whatever it is. <laughs> we, might, no, we might lose. Who knows? Not Minnesota. We play Washington, I think. Yes, a, you're right. That's a, very, that's a very winnable game. It is winnable, but, you know. Shout out to the Commanders, man. We're, we're, the Commanders. Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. Didn't he buy what? the Commanders? He bought the Commanders, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, he's one of the buyers. He's one of the owners. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh-huh. remember Snyder sold it? They, 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 got, they, got, they got Snyder up out of there. Hey, what do I, I talk about? Love you guys. I, I, saw, I saw they just named the MVP awards after him, him and Bird. A word? Bird? The, I like the that. The Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. Oh, okay. I like that. I like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Everyone's in doghouses. We'll see y'all this week. Next week. Peace. Peace.